The Caribbean island of Puerto Rico is an unincorporated territory or commonwealth of the United States. This basically means that it is somewhere between being a state and being an independent nation. So Puerto Ricans are citizens of the United States, but if they lived on, um, on the island of Puerto Rico, then they don't have the right to vote in the U.S. federal election. To further understand the current status of Puerto Rico, we have to look back into its history. So Puerto Rico's native population is called Taino, and this group of hunter-gatherer ancestors settled the island and called it Poringuen, thousand years before the Spanish arrived in 1493 with Christopher Columbus. The native people called themselves Boricua, which is still a popular term used today. In 1943, on Christopher Columbus's second um, voyage to the Americas, he landed in Puerto Rico and he claimed the land for the Spanish. In 1508, Ponce de Leon found the first European settlement on the island and called it Capara, and it was located on the northern shore. In 1521, Capara was renamed Puerto Rico, um, which meant rich coast, and it later became the name of the entire island. The capital was renamed San Juan, uh, which is still the capital to this day, and it is home to the original cobblestone streets made in 1784. For nearly 400 years, Puerto Rico would be a rich producer as it produced cattle, sugar, coffee, and tobacco for state. To cultivate these commodities, um, such as needed, they needed more labor, and the Spanish brought this labor in the form of enslaved Africans, and they forced them to work under brutal conditions on the island. The Spanish rule of the island eventually came to an end, however, in 1998, or sorry, in 1898, um, after the United States' victory and the four-month-long Spanish-American War. As a result of the American victory, Spanish ceded Puerto Rico along with Cuba, the Philippines, Guam, and they all became U.S. territories. Under U.S. rule, Puerto Rico continued their plantation economy, with sugar being their main crop. In 1920, however, the economy faced a lot of changes due to World War I. As a result of the ongoing war, the Jones Act was established, and this would stimulate shipping industry as it made goods more expensive to transport to and from the island and the continental U.S., which made the prices of anything on the island skyrocket. In the 1940s, the U.S. began Operation Bootstrap, and this was a series of economic initiatives to industrialize Puerto Rico's economy. These initiatives were successful due to cheap labor and tax laws, which attracted a lot of American manufacturers to the island. As I mentioned in my last speech, Puerto Rico today is a leading producer in high-tech equipment and American pharmaceuticals, which can be attributed largely to these initiatives taken in the 40s. Puerto Rico underwent many political changes as well during this time. In 1900, the Foraker Act required all U.S. laws to apply to Puerto Rico, as well as establishing a civilian government. The President of the United States appointed a governor and an executive council, and citizens of Puerto Rico were able to elect 35 members of its own House of Representatives, as well as one member of Congress. That member, however, does not have the right to vote on any federal laws that regard to the island. Puerto Rico officially became a commonwealth in 1948, and ever since then, the political status of Puerto Rico has been under debate. People have surveyed it on three different occasions, and they were deciding between it remaining a commonwealth, becoming an American state, or becoming an independent nation. Three separate votes to answer that question have happened on the island, 
1967, 1993, and 1998, all of which resulted in Puerto Rico remaining a commonwealth. Even today, this debate is still going on, and it leaves Puerto Rico's future as undecided as it was 50 years ago. For Puerto Rico to rise out of bankruptcy, a decision must be made soon. If they remain a commonwealth, the same issues will continue, but they may not have enough resources to become an independent nation. The only truly valid option that will ensure the prosperity of the island and its people is for Puerto Rico to become the 51st state of the United States of America.